0: Have you been scared off from buying a house because rates have been frighteningly high? The Sharp Mortgage Team in Winston-Salem can help make it feel far less spooky. There are many programs available now that can keep your mortgage payment from making you want to scream. You will dread it if you don't call for more information today because Halloween is right around the corner. With the Sharp Mortgage Team, there are no tricks. And they will treat you and the zombies you love like family. This is the Triad Podcast Network. We're back with another episode with our certified financial planner, Jennifer Johnson from Three Magnolias Financial Advisors. As a reminder, we always mention this at the end of the episode, but we'll say it here at the beginning too, that if if you ever have questions or need someone to talk to locally about your own financial situation, uh, please contact Jennifer. Her information is in the show notes. They're a local company. And um, trust me, it'll uh, you'll have a you'll have a great experience, and um, everything from your first initial conversation is complimentary uh, to see if uh, to see if it's if it's the right situation. So uh, yeah. we we've talked on this podcast about a number of different topics, but today is a brand new one. We've hit about every angle of budgeting and saving money mm-hmm. and earning more income. We've talked school loans. We've talked college savings. Today, though, Jennifer, we, we are going on something. We are going to dive into something that is foreign to what we've discussed in this podcast, but it is something that a lot of people are familiar with. And it, it, it is a big industry, and that is sports wagering. So let me just ask you, first of all, why this particular topic was something uh, that you wanted to get into today.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And, and first off, thank you so much for your kind words uh, from before. Um, you know, sports betting was not something that I and, and still don't feel like I know a lot about it. What what sparked my interest was I, I had read an article about uh, the sports betting industry and how much money is being made, particularly in online betting now and how that industry is really growing, um, incredible growth. And so it made me think, wow, if. You know, if if companies involved in this industry are making a lot of money, um, how does that affect the the people that are placing those bets? I mean, it's it sounds like they must be spending a lot of money betting and they're not winning, probably. You know, it's kind of like the house always wins. So mm-hmm. what what does that mean? You know, part of what we we talk about here, and, and certainly a big thing that I think about and work with people on, or you know, how do you make the most of the money you have, right? Um, you know, a lot of people see, they'll hear the term wealth management and you know things like that, and they'll think, well, this is all about multimillionaires and you know people that already have a lot of wealth. But but a lot of what I spend my time on or helping folks you know, redirect their dollars in a way that helps them achieve their long-term goals. And so we want to think about some, you know, certainly things, tools that help them do that, but also think about what things are sabotaging you from that. You know, we've talked about people that you kind of unconscious spending on coffees and things like that before, particularly with credit cards and how that can derail people from their goals. And so, you know, I go into to research with That mindset. Um, And so when I read about how much money is being made by these companies, I thought, "Mm, you know, where's that money coming from? It's obviously coming from the individual pockets of those people placing bets. And what does that mean? So so it sparked my interest enough to do a little bit of a deep dive, learn a little bit about um, sports betting in particular.
0: Yeah. And so currently, You know, this is this is a local show in the triad of North Carolina. And so it's it's worth mentioning that currently sports betting is illegal in the state of North Carolina, but many states around the country, and North Carolina is one that could be on the horizon. Many states have legalized this in terms of working in terms of using sports books to to place bets on games Mm -hmm. so currently it's illegal but this could be something that uh could become legal as early as january we we it's certainly trending in that direction but we're not experts on on that particular subject now it's i guess people kind of fall into a few different buckets in terms of if they are involved in this um Mm -hmm. how much um, you know, how, how they, how they handle this. Yeah. So some people might just do this for fun and they have a, right. a bucket of money that they used uh, that that's toward that. Or some right. people might look at this as a way to invest their money because right. you right. do get, re- you could get returns on those right. investments or bets. And so I, I, that's, this certainly would, would be part of a conversation that, that you might have with, with somebody who's worth or, or who's involved in this. Um, Maybe Jennifer let's start with some context of just how much money is being transacted in this industry from the individual from the uh and then from the global business perspective of of the yeah. industry of sports gambling.
1: Yeah, I was this was interesting to me cuz like you Adam I I don't know and and haven't placed any bets myself um and so I, I really didn't know, you know, how much of this is going on. But one of the things that I found was interesting was um, the, the bets themselves don't tend to be very large, uh, particularly with the, the online betting, the sports betting. Um, but what's interesting is that you do see people, once you, once you get started in it, um, folks that are doing it appear to be doing it really quite frequently. Um, one thing that I've learned is that the average bet is relatively small 30 to 35 dollars mm-hmm. um only about 2% of those bets are $100 or more um, but there's a lot of bets being placed according to the American Gaming Association almost 40 million people placed a sports bet in the last 12 months so wow. 40 million people and what's their 300 million of us in the United States i think so i mean that's a pretty high percentage it's higher than i thought um now i'm a sports fan but it just never occurred to me you know to to really bet on sports and, and the crazy thing too is it's it's really growing um you know that's it's grown it looks like 22% year over year increase between um 2018 and 2023. And as you mentioned, with more states legalizing gambling,
0: mm-hmm. I would
1: expect that only to continue to grow. So we may see more and more people, you know, getting involved in this. And, and I think it'd be good for people to to maybe put some guardrails around, you know, how they're going to how they're going to participate. It's certainly not something that you know, we, we would say absolutely no, but I think it's something that could, de- as I mentioned earlier, could derail people from their goals. So I think I think we have to be careful about that, because it, it is interesting to see once people start down this path, they are betting. They're betting small amounts on average, but they're doing it pretty frequently. That's mm-hmm. what we found. Um, one poll found this is this is pretty recent. It's, it started in November 2022. So over the last year. Um, that if you're a better, seventy-one percent of those folks bet at least once a week. So once a week. So that's you know I guess almost about what two-thirds of people. Um, if you're doing it, do it yep. weekly. Twenty um, percent of people are doing it every day. Mm. Every day. Yeah. So again, if that average, and even if it's below average of that thirty-dollar bet, um, even if it's ten dollars a day you know, that's $70 a week, right? Sure. Um, that's your place and on that. And and you're probably not winning right most of the time. That's how these companies again are making a lot of money. So um so so people are apparently, you know, this this may be adding up in a way that folks don't realize.
0: Yeah. And and so we'll get to some of the things that that you were just talking about, which is 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 the money that people are spending here? Is that taking away from from other goals? I mean, I, I think right. that we're we're not here to necessarily say whether or not people should should engage in this activity. Certainly, if you're doing that, doing it do it legally. Um, but what what I think we are saying is this is just another thing that people are putting their money into. I mean, and we, and we talked about all these things that. You know, if you're trying to cut down on your expenses, you're trying to find ways to save money to reach your goals. You know, we're talking about going out to dinner, we're talking about coffees, we're talking right. about discretionary and uh, spending on on different things. And sports betting, betting on sports, may be something that that you do as a part of your everyday life, and uh, that that's something that you should at least account for in a budget somewhere. I mean, that's what we always talk right. about, right? Is being responsible, right. budget, and and have have a good handle on where your money is going and try to stick to those, those, uh, what you're planning Mm -hmm. on using and don't get carried away. Um, you know, for, for people that do get, may get carried away and are at risk because we know that gambling has, uh, it, it has some addictive patterns to it and can be risky for, for people. So, uh, maybe before we get into that part of the conversation in terms of how to manage the spending, um, it might be good to to speak for a little bit on just some of the ways to recognize if there is something that where it might be getting out of hand.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. I mean, I think if you find yourself doing it daily, I think that to me might be a red flag. Um, because even a small amount, as we've said before, even if it's $5 a day, You know, that really adds up. Um, I think if you're not aware of how much you're spending on it, that to me, too, would be a red flag and that you've never really thought through, you know, what am I putting this toward? You know, is is this really where I want to devote this many dollars? I mean, certainly, I think if you're a person that's, um, you know, that's finding you're not able to pay your bills and you're gambling, you know, that would be. Probably goes without saying that that's an in, in indicative of a, a problem, um, and one where you might want to get some some help there. Um, and we'll try to provide some resources for folks that might you know might be concerned that they're having a problem. And I think what's interesting to me too, when you look at the uh, the profile, um, certainly I think people probably of of all sorts of ages you know do do sports bets. Um, But but what at least a a number of studies found is that it tends to be younger people. Um, I think the average person was somewhere between 18 and 24 years old in terms of the online betting. I mean, so uh, and that is the fastest growing area. So I think one thing that that I thought about, of course, as I heard that is, you know, those are folks that are that's the age as we've discussed before, you know, you're going into college or your first career and you're just now learning how to manage money and kind of how to make decisions. And Mm -hmm. so it could be another, a little bit of a trap for folks. Um, And I think there's something too, where people are just then learning how to budget their money. You know, is there a budget lot of them, as you said, you know, for sports betting because certainly it could be an entertainment item if it's legal. I mean, we're not, judging that per se but i think people want to be conscious of it and and our hope today would be to educate people because it tends to be that younger individual that maybe isn't um you know isn't as educated and hasn't had the experience yet and you know we've talked about that with credit cards right with how easy it is to unconsciously add stuff to your credit card, Mm -hmm. um, particularly I think online purchases. And I think this has a lot of those same traits, particularly if you can just click a button on your phone and, you know, this is beyond my expertise, but, you know, he get a little hit of dopamine, right. And you can, you know, you want to do it again and again. And then before you know it, maybe you're doing it every day and it doesn't seem like a lot of dollars, but when you add it up, it might be kind of shocking. Yeah, folks.
0: yeah, and and that's I think limits is is the mm-hmm. the buzzword there. um Look, I've I've been yeah. to a I've been to a casino before, and when I do go in, I always have a limit of what I'm going to oh, spend. Oh, good for you! So, yeah, uh, because it is you know it's very tempting to go back to that ATM and and that's take right. out more, take out more money, take out more money. And we're not talking about casinos; we're talking about um sports betting and and you know things that people yeah, could do from, sure. from home on the computer on an app yeah. um but yeah it's 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 knowing those limits and knowing what that budget is uh for doing that so you know back to the conversation about how this could potentially take away from from your goals mm-hmm. i mean when it comes to financial goals there are, you're you're taking parts of of your savings and income every month and you're putting it toward a retirement plan, a college savings plan, a vacation right. account, what whatever right. the case may be. Um, Jennifer, how could how could you how could this kind of thing add up during the week, during the month, to potentially um, you know t- t- turn some of those plans in a different direction?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and I think it's interesting too that you know we we talked about education, and it may be that these folks see this as an investment. Right. But if you think about the odds, um, I would certainly say we know there's risk in the stock market. Right. We've talked Mm -hmm. about that before, but we know how to manage those. Right. We know that things go up and down um, from day to day. But if you look at long term investments in quality um, companies, we can feel pretty comfortable on an average return over time. But uh, with these these gambling situations, you know, the odds are not in your favor. Right. Um, And I think that's a lot of times people don't know that, um, particularly people that haven't had a lot of experience managing money um, that may see this as something similar to the stock market. When in reality, it's a it's a very different situation with odds of losing being extremely high. Um, One study found that um, 75 percent of those folks, and again, these are folks between that 18 and 24 uh, year age group, Either thought gambling was a great way to make money or they were not sure. <laughs> so, a lot of wow. those folks may yeah. see this actually as an investment, um, because or a career, the or they think of it as yeah, a career. True, true. I hadn't even really thought about that. You'd become a sort of a day trader, but um, but I think you know the odds are not in your favor, right? I mean, and we you know, we talked a little bit about parlay bets, you know, before we got on and, and, you know, we can speak to that too, but some of these have these very high, um, high potential payouts, but the odds of hitting them are just super low. So you're, so I think the way to view it is more as an entertainment, right? Not as an investment. So I think that's one really important thing I would want people to, to take home with them. Um, and then if we, if we, Follow that up with, OK, if it's not an investment, it's a form of entertainment, like going to a movie or, um, you know, mm-hmm. playing in a rec league or something like that. Then let's think about, OK, how, how many dollars is this really right? I think that's where we're headed. And so again, if we do the math, you know, if, if you're, if that average bet again that most people that are betting are doing weekly even is on the low end uh, of that range at $30 a day. I mean, that's, that's $210 a week. Mm -hmm. Um, And then if you've got a four weeks in a month, that's $840 I mean that's a lot.
0: It's a lot of money. That's a lot. A lot. That's a lot, that's a lot. I mm-hmm. mean,
1: because the odds that you're getting anything back
0: that 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 could be that. a month. That could be a month's rent, essentially. Yeah, you know?
1: it could. Yeah, certainly a car payment. I would hope, but you know, I mean, the, just the odds of I think a lot of people perhaps are going into that thinking if I keep doing that, I'll hit this big payoff. Yeah. Um, but I think unfortunately, if if you really understand how how it works, it's, you know, the likelihood of that is extremely low. Um, And we would, you know, again, feel very comfortable that, you know, if you invested, you know, in something like an S&P 500 type investment, you know, you feel pretty comfortable. We know what that average return is over a 10, 20 year period of time. Now that's less exciting. It takes patience. (laughs) Right. Um, You know, it's, it's, you're not going to hit it big quick. Um, there's going to be periods of frustration, so it's a very sort of somber story that we're telling people. It's not as exciting, right, as putting down thirty dollars on a parlay bet, right, where yeah. if three or four things happen at once, you know, and Aaron Rodgers breaks his ankle or I'm sorry, tears his Achilles or something yeah. like that, yep. um, <laughs> you know, then you make really big money, you know. But but what are
0: the odds, you know, of something? happening yeah.
1: that you've laid down money for
0: who's ready for movie night our friends at the ginther group real estate are proud to sponsor this season's innovation and cinema at bailey park in downtown winston-salem's innovation quarter the original mary poppins on august 12th space jam a new legacy on september 15th and harry potter and the sorcerer's stone on october 20th Bring your chair or blanket to Bailey Park for a great night of cinema from Aperture, beverages from Incendiary Brewing, and food from a variety of local vendors. These magical movie nights are made possible by the Ginther Group, the real estate experts we trust and showcase right here on the Triad Podcast Network. Make sure to check their social media for detailed info on each movie night. And for your real estate needs, call 336-283-8689 or visit theginthergroup.com. Buying, selling, investing, or just learning. Whatever you need, start now. And like me, you can become a Ginther Group client for life. Sports are so unpredictable. And mm-hmm. I, I think the theme that we're getting at here is, like, like anything else that you're that you're investing your money in, um, don't do it necessarily because you need to, like you, if, 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 you're in a situation where you say, I've got to make some money gambling this month so that I can afford to pay this bill right? right? or right. I can afford to, to buy food, that's right. a dangerous situation. Ooh, yeah, but yeah. I, I think if, if you're responsible and you budget accordingly, you say, okay, out of, out of the amount of money I'm bringing mm-hmm. in this, this month, I'm going to put a hundred dollars, $200 a month. Toward my in, into my into my account for for my sports betting
1: fun money. And, yeah. 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 Right. And
0: as long as you're sticking to that, and hey, yeah. if you make if you make sure. some money that month and you want to go buy a pair of shoes or something cool, you uh-huh. know, that that's uh-huh. what it's that's what it's there for. But, um, right. I, I think that's what we're right. saying that if you're if you're counting on this to be something that's going to be a huge impact in your financial life, um, that's where it can get that's where it can get a little. Yeah. Risky probably going to
1: be a negative impact, unfortunately. You know, that's that's just how it works. And and I think the online situation to me just makes it more problematic. It's more difficult to control how much, you know, as opposed to, you know, it, traditionally you had to, you know, maybe fly to Vegas, <laughs> right? right? And and then you take money with you, like you said, and if you want to spend more money, you've probably got to go back to that ATM, right? right. So you, there's a lot of points where you could stop yourself. Yeah. You feel if it. You feel it when more, you're handing yeah. money to somebody. Yeah. Yeah. If you want, I'll tell a funny story about myself. Yeah. I haven't been to, I think I've been to Vegas twice in my whole life. Um, the first time I went, um, there was a group of, of ladies, you know, that was from my husband's side of the family. One was going to a conference out there. And so a few of us were like going to tag along. And, uh, I remember we we're getting ready to go. And then everybody in the office, um, would give me a little bit of money to go play blackjack, you know, twenty dollars mm-hmm. or five five dollars and um, and so we did. I did not bring any money back, so that tells you like how well that went. <laughs> um, but the funny thing is, years later, I had taken a backpack, obviously, because I I pulled a, I opened this backpack, and then I had a piece of notebook paper, and it was my handwriting on it, and I thought, what is this? And it, it had all these instructions about what to do, and it was. It was all these notes that the guys in the office had given me, teaching me how to play blackjack before (laughs) I went out there. Like if you're on eight, you know, don't hit on eighteen or something like that, or hit, you know, if it's if it's an ace, you know, or whatever, some combination. And I thought, well, you know, you're not a gambler if you're taking copious notes, you know, to like take out there. So that you know what to do when you go gambling, but I always thought that was funny that I um, <laughs> that I did that. Yeah, um, there, there's
0: a uh, there there's a, a a quote unquote I'm using air quotes book uh, that they have in terms of if you're showing this and a dealer showing this, this is what yes. this is their most <laughs> li- your most likely yeah. chance of winning, right? Right. Right. I had a full
1: page of notes. I mean, I had a full page and still couldn't win it. And
0: you still came back with (laughs) nothing.
1: No, no. At least in that case, you know, that was a long time ago. It was probably (laughs) at least 16 years ago. And, um, and, you know, I had, I think what's different about that is what reminded me too, is, you know, I had, I took the cash, you know, they gave me the cash. Right. And so when the cash was gone, I walked away from the table, Good right? For you. But Good if for it's you. it's on your phone, <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, I didn't have any inclination I was gonna win there. But you know, if it's on your phone, like I think it's hard, you don't have that same the limit the physical limitation is not there. Correct. So I think that's you know, and, and as this is growing, I, I could just see this starting to affect more people. Um, you know, one, I think, you know, again 40, 40 million people, that's um you know, a lot lot Mm -hmm. of people that are taking, you know, taking part in this, which again, if it's, if it's just something you do for fun and you, you know, you're limiting and then just not a problem. I think that's fine, but you don't want to, like you said, not be able to pay your bills. I think beyond that, you don't want to, you know, not be able to send your kids to college or retire because you've, you know, placed, you know, placed all these, these bets. Um, You certainly don't want to count on it as an investment. I think you see it kind of as a, a fun tool.
0: Yeah. You don't want to have to rely on it. I I think that's, that's where it gets, that's where it gets, um, very dangerous. And so, uh, Jennifer, what, what are some of the best resources as you, as you've been researching this, what are some of the best resources that you found in terms of if, if it gets into that dangerous situation where you're relying on it and, and then it gets, uh, then it gets really out of hand. Um, where, where can people turn to if, if they need to rein it in?
1: Yeah, there there is a National Council on Problem Problem Gambling, and they operate a, a gambling helpline which is live twenty four seven. It's confidential, um, so they have a lot of call centers, and we can we can put that phone number in the show notes. It is one eight hundred Gambler. It looks like mm-hmm. so you can yep. even text them. It looks like too. So I know most people are texting today. There may not be calling, but. You can text as well. Um, I'm sure you can look them up online, and they may have some resources too, where you could if you if you don't want to use if you don't want to call for some reason. But I think if if this has made you think about whether or not you have a problem, it can't hurt, you know, to ask and maybe reach out there and before you you know it becomes an even bigger problem. Um, it's yeah, interesting. Yeah. So
0: we'll, we'll include that number, uh, some, also some links in, in our show notes. Um, and then there's, there's some facts as well, some interesting facts that you've looked up that we'll include in there, but any, you think that are worth mentioning here on the podcast?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was interesting. Nine out of 10 bets are placed on a mobile device. Mm. So again, that made me think, Hmm, this is growing so fast. And, and as we discussed earlier, you know, just having the, um, Having that difficulty in limiting it, I mm-hmm. think, makes it makes that particularly kind of dangerous. Um, we've talked about, you know, the legalization of sports betting and that in fact it may be coming to our state. It's like 33 states have already legalized it, mm-hmm. um, including some big ones. Um but some of the the larger ones have not yet legalized it like California and Texas, Florida. Um, but you have to wonder if that's not, you know, not coming. And I think there's, there's maybe some, some push for that to to capture some tax revenue on it, but you know, it's really something growing. Um, you know, I, I know that people find it exciting and just, you know, you just have to be careful with that adrenaline rush.
0: Yeah yeah it's exciting and uh but but do it for fun i think is is that's the, right. the big takeaway here so we're not that's we're not right. here to to pass judgment on anybody that does it um all we're trying to say is with this or any way that you're spending your money budget accordingly do it responsibly yeah. so that doesn't get in the way of of right. your primary goals uh for the long term
1: that's right that's right and then if if you're one of those people and you look and you realize oh my gosh they've been spending $800 a month on gambling. Um, You know, make that a hundred dollars and then give me a call and we'll tell you what to do with that other $700, right? There so, you go.
0: A lot of options a lot, there. A lot of options. Yeah. There, there may not be as exciting, but they will, That's uh, right. chances are they're, they're going to be, uh, safer and and help you get to where you want to be over the long term. Right. But we're not. And that's so, yeah, right. you can you can have both. You can have both. You that's can right. Have fun and you can and then you can have your responsible yet slightly more boring <laughs> investments. That's right. So, <laughs> that's right.
1: That's yeah. right. All <laughs> well, right,
0: well, Jennifer. This has been really fun. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thanks for uh, shedding some light on this. And that, that's only you said it's over 40 or close to 40 million people that are doing that. That number is just yeah. going to continue to go up and it may include more people in North Carolina before too long. Right. So um that's hopefully right. this is this is something we might have to point back to if that does become legal in our state. So
1: yeah. Thank you. Thank you,
0: Jennifer. Appreciate the time. Thank you. Thank you. Securities offered through Satera Advisor Networks, LLC. Member FINRA SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through 3 Magnolias Financial Advisors. Located at 110 Oakwood Drive, Suite 480 Winston-Salem, North Carolina 27103. 3 Magnolias Financial Advisors and Satera Advisor Networks are not affiliated. Satera is under separate ownership from any other named entity. All information is believed to be from reliable sources. However, we make no representation as to its completeness or accuracy. All economic Economic and performance information is historical and not indicative of future results. The market indices discussed are unmanaged. Additional risks are associated with international investing, such as currency fluctuations, political and economic stability, and differences in accounting standards. The views depicted in this material are for information purposes only and not necessarily those of Cetera Advisor Networks, LLC. They should not be considered specific advice or recommendations for any individual. Neither Cetera Advisor Networks, LLC, nor any of its representatives may give legal or tax advice.